10 seconds to fire it. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. gentlemen welcome back to another episode of picking favorites my name is razzle you do that so well razzle uh i am david kentucky coleman welcome david good to see you again and we Thanks, got, razzle. Uh, Great to see we got you a too. wonderful we got a very funny guest we got a wonderful talented guest uh another david uh many two, davids many, on the show the, a lot the of world davids is in a row. we're gonna we gotta we're gonna go for a triple crown i hear it's the most popular name on earth I, that's what i heard uh muhammad i believe is the most popular name on earth i read that recently oh yeah I'm, david's I'm, close uh, then john and paul because of obviously and then ringo and, yeah. <laughs> should i be speaking not no, yet, you can, not I mean, yet. You can just... we'll edit that out <laughs> <laughs> david huntsberger ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Now you can talk. Hey. Everybody clap for David Huntsberger in the house. <laughs> Great to be here. Cool theme um, song. Yeah, cool oh, theme song, you. right? Thank I you. Like it. Uh, written. I, that's uh, by the way. That is completely unsolicited praise yes. for Tyler Labine. Tyler is one of our co-hosts, as well yeah. as Zach Levi, who are both being off big movie and TV stars right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Zach is in Toronto, uh, starting Heroes for NBC, which comes yeah. out in the fall, which is going to be an awesome show. Uh, Tyler, Didn't they already do that show? They did. Yeah. It's called Heroes Reborn. Ah. It's a whole new, uh, only one, I think Jack Coleman and, oh, uh, and then... Uh, the dude who played Hero from the old season. Yeah, the old season. Like, a couple people are coming back. I, I think he's on like a little, he's not in the whole season, but he's in a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach is coming back. He's a new character, but uh, Jack Coleman is coming back as like the uh, kind of the only recurring character that's going to be i guess in the full season so cool. super excited about that tyler is doing a movie in atlanta right now big mm-hmm. time movie star uh so we miss you guys we, we miss both uh, of you. uh tremendously wish you were here but uh tyler actually wrote that song oh. for us so he wrote the theme song for the show well, uh, we make sure to talk about it every time because <laughs> he makes sure to talk about it every time I'm That's glad a good to theme song too. As you, yeah, as you, you just yeah. and that was completely unsolicited. So Tyler, kudos and I'm not to you. all that crazy. Rarely go out of my way to say wow. positive things about strangers. <laughs> so you're just a super negative person, and you hate everything. I just keep things you know close to the vest. If uh, if something strikes me, then I'm effusive about it. Because if I if I don't need to know, you don't need to know. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's a weird um, <clears throat> social thing where people walk in room and girls. Not to get very sexist, but girls tend to do this more than guys. Go, oh, I love those shoes. It's like a, a, a behavior that you kind of, if you go in, say something nice. Just if yeah. you, yeah. And I don't know the guys do that as much, which I don't think is Apparently a bad you should thing. always walk in when you see a woman with nice shoes. You should always tell her she has nice shoes. You should, yeah. And they I don't like, ever like do that. that. That's terrible of you. Mm-hmm. I have done it, but I don't always do that. Well, like, they don't always have nice shoes. That's what I'm saying. Now right. you've gotten to know me. There. I have a David Huntsberger in a nutshell. I will tell you if you don't if I don't tell you you have nice shoes you don't have nice shoes. That's Make sure that. to tune into our split off podcast next week. How to date women with shoes? <laughs> I prefer. <laughs> I'm from Kentucky, so I prefer women without shoes. Oh right, that's yeah. a different podcast altogether. I'm not no, my wife wearing. wears shoes. I love her. She's amazing. Do you have she, children? I do. I have one daughter. She hates shoes. Does your wife roam around barefoot while pregnant? No, no. Oh. 
That's a very that's a terrible stereotype, David. Well, uh, you barefoot. said you like them barefoot, so I was wondering if you got like at least a little window into that. No, she was never. I mean, of course, but people are barefoot sometimes. But <laughs> it wasn't like barefoot and pregnant, and yeah. in the kitchen is like a requirement. Yeah, in yeah. My household. No, that's uh, terrible. That's not how it is. Sorry to keep making that noise. This thing's. A... That's a terrible noise. Eh, terrible I ought to do it. This is what people come to podcasting for. To yeah. hear they clicking. Like, they like that sort of screechy. Yeah. They also like describing actions they can't see. So yeah. He's, slow- <laughs> <laughs> he's fixing the mic. Could, for I guess phone. we could periscope it, but we don't need to periscope no. right now. Yeah. Which is becoming the weirdest thing. Like Meerkat, uh, Meerkat came out. You get, you, Meerkat, new social media streaming, streaming app, app, app streaming. like live streaming, like you oh, stream okay. and all that. Meerkat came out and it's part of Twitter. And then all of a yeah. sudden Periscope came out. It's like, wow, everybody loves Periscope. I'm like, wait a minute. It's because Twitter released Periscope. Twitter owns Periscope. They also own Meerkat. No. Yeah. Meerkat is its own. Oh, all right. I'm wrong then. Sorry, yeah. guys. Twitter, that's why Periscope, Meerkat was a, super popular for like three weeks. And then Twitter's like, oh, by the way, here's this thing we bought in January. And ah. it's called Periscope. wonder if this was all done in an effort to promote um, Silicon Valley. Oh, so yeah. You know, that show deals with that sort of stuff a lot. It's a good show. I like Funny it. Funny show. Yeah, I think it's good. It's a, It's not on TV right now. So I can say Last Man on Earth is the funniest show on TV. But mm-hmm. uh Silicon Valley is going to be. Is it Last Man on Earth the funniest show on TV? It's not the funniest show on TV. By it's a funny show. I will give you it's funny. But you, I hate his character on the show. That's so funny. Because I would, I want to kill you. Yeah, the the, I enjoyed the beard more than. There's no way you could be the last man on Earth the way you live. No, but (laughs) do you know what I'm saying? Like that whole bathroom scene with all the. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, even so if funny, you think dude. no, it's, but it's it's that's only so but funny. that's the thing. It's only funny for the moment. Of, it's only for the joke. I yeah, guess I don't like, know because you see all these. You, you know, because listen, all guys our age talk about the apocalypse and the zombie apocalypse that's to come mm-hmm. and what you would do and how you would do it and how you would prepare and you take it very seriously. Yeah. So when people screw with that, I get really upset. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fair enough. I think they got to take care of it. Like you're like you're gonna figure out how to get water to your house. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, a lot of things they it's they've taken the concept of that show and just ignored the majority Everything. of those things. Yeah, like the streets are completely empty. Mm-hmm. Like there's no car. There's no car. Everybody. Yeah, that's a great show. It's so funny. It's like MacGruber only on TV, and I loved MacGruber. Yeah, MacGruber's great. David, love the second Joker. David. There's two Davids. Oh David. sure. I'm gonna. I'm appointing you. I'm addressing you, David. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, let's so let's get into this. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, let, let's do sure. we we'll into the first topic and then we'll talk about where you're going to be, what yeah, you're yeah. doing right now, all that oh, okay. kind of stuff. So let's talk about our first topic and we're going to do uh, you click on the link so you know we're doing another movies, uh, uh, some of our favorite guy movie stuff. Uh, first topic today we're going to do the our favorite Tom Hanks movie. Yes. Yeah. Which there's only a few to choose from, so <laughs> I, this should be super easy. Yeah, I mean, the parameters set in, like, I feel like a favorite has different connotations. If I can just assert here a little bit of, I don't want to go on a, a rant, I want to take up too Rant much it time. up, buddy, rant it up. Rant but I it have up. A, it's hard to, if you're going on how it made you feel at the time, yes. then you'd be like, well, big is hard to move past. But you've, you're older now, and you go, I love big, but I don't know that now it's my favorite. And then it's become a little bit cliche to say, well, I love Forrest Gump. When you saw it, it was phenomenal, but then it's played so much and it's almost has this thing now of like, well, that's a very accessible movie and it's gotten clouded and just sort of like, eh, it's a movie. Whereas when you first saw it, you're like, this is amazing. You hadn't seen effects like that. The story was different. 
And then there are ones that make you laugh a little bit more or just kind of the the more, like even some people have bet Bachelor Party is something like <sighs> yeah, that. Great really movie. resonated with me. It's yeah, a funny great movie. movie. It's got yeah. weird stuff in it. Terribly sexist movie though. So sexist, so like yeah. quintessentially 80s kind of dudes having fun. And, yeah. And, uh, but I, and when he said dudes having fun, he shot fake pistols. The guy got double guns. He did a double fun. guns, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> and uh, so I don't, I, and then I think like just performance I don't think many people would choose Saving Private Ryan oh, oddly enough what a great and yet, movie so good I, it's funny you don't even think of it you think of that movie as a Spielberg movie and not a Tom Hanks movie yeah which and, is weird and yet he, that, I, I feel like that was such a turning point for Tom Hanks becoming new kind of overweight Tom Hanks new like hey that guy could be my he's dad Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks. Yeah, yeah yeah he's I trust this he's guy. every man Tom Hanks yep. all of a sudden yeah, yeah. alright no I get that I get that when, when you look back in like Turner and Hooch and <sighs> these movies where like he's young and good looking and so cocky yeah. and yet likably cocky we're yeah. like yeah this guy I think that scene in Turner and Hooch where he she's trying to make food and he's take, she's taking forever and he goes give me that and just takes the eggs and cracks him real fast like man this guy gets shit done yeah yeah like he's on top of it no fuss no fuss with him and then even the burbs he's kind of like that Dude, the burbs is a great movie i saw that movie i thought it was gonna be something completely different and then walked out going but i was still really yeah, liked it i uh, love the fun. burbs the man with hey, one Pinocchio. red shoe yeah ah, so the moment, yeah man with one red shoe joe versus volcano there i think though the sleeper in all of it that might be my favorite just based on his performance is a league of their own that's a great. That's a great one. That it's really is. So good. You can watch it over and over, and it always. It's funny to me because that's a movie he really does have a true arc. Yeah. Have a character. Yeah. Where a lot of these, I mean, like yeah, big that it's true and big. He does have an arc of the character, but it's only because of the the whole entire premise of the movie. Right. It's kind of like you're forced into this arc, but yeah. League of Their Own, like he he learned something, and there's a historical part about it. There's this historical part yeah. of the movie. So. Um. I think big. If I was. If I were to look at my life as a spectrum and be like, where did the needle go up the highest based on like, it would be big. Like the most reaction I had to any of his movies was probably as a kid watching big and just like, that is amazing. Yeah. It says something so cool to you as a kid. Like, oh. How old yeah. are you? So I'm 35. Okay. So, all right, great. So you're a little bit, obviously you're uh, seven years younger than me. Okay. Um, which means, or eight years younger. Because I saw this movie, I saw Big when I, when I was 17. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, right? a little different. So yeah. when you're nine, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's a much different. Because Big, you're like, I am that. I could be that kid. Yeah. When you're 17, you're like, man, you, you go, man, that, that would have been awesome when I was nine. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would have been so <laughs> cool. Because so as a 17-year-old, yeah. like, wait, I get to move to New York. Yeah. I get a great job. I get to yeah. hook up with chicks who are much older than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, eat little mini a, corn. Yeah. Eat, yeah. <laughs> play, play. And you know that choice was just totally his. Like he just was like, how am I? How am I? How would I? Like I've never seen a mini corn. Like yeah. what am I going to do with this? I yeah. love that those little choices in Vegas. Why it makes it so great. It's true. It really is a like when I look back now. Oh, and especially um, there are parts when he's getting emotional in Castaway, where he sounds very similar to Forrest Gump. It's really weird. At the end, he goes on this soliloquy of like, maybe it's kind of both. I miss her. It's really <laughs> strangely Forrest Gumpy. Whereas in Big, like the acting choices, like you were saying, are so uh, like very crystal clear. Like, wow, that is exactly how a kid would react there. He yeah. was really in yeah. touch with how a child would react. And when you are a kid, that's a really you have a strong filter for that. Oh yeah, like ah, oh, what is this? An adult pretending to be yeah. a kid? I see right you through see, that. You see, right. you see him as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. It's true. I he uh, every every choice like when he flops onto the trampoline or when he jumps into the bunk bed. That the, you know what I mean? Like all those little. 
when he's standing outside the limousine sunroof. It's like all those little things that the kids like. Oh my god, I could do this! Like I never. <laughs> yeah. What this is crazy? What do I do here? And you, yeah. There's no pretense. There's no like. Because he has no really kind of shame or embarrassment because he's just like, this is just what I would do. Why do right. I? You can't judge me because I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right? I shouldn't even be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not even supposed to be here today. You know what I mean? Like that kind of mentality. And then the best thing, though, that probably I would imagine as a 17-year-old you missed on the young side of it, which is as an adult, you go, if you're thrust into being an adult, by the end, he's a little too busy for his friend. He's being yeah. an adult. Right. It yeah. takes over you. But at 17, that hasn't happened yet. You're like in that horrible middle ground. Of, yeah, you're in the horrible, yeah. like, I'm almost out of high school. Like, I've got to go to college like I've got to get make sure my grades are good yeah it's mm-hmm. probably like god this sucks like I'm almost <laughs> an adult and I don't want to be one yeah but if you're 30 and seeing that movie and seeing him like not have time for his friend and go that is what happens yeah. oh, that's yeah. so that's you terrible you get a job you get a girl and you move on yeah it's like yeah. who my phone rings like who is it oh yeah I don't know how I, I don't have time man I'm sorry I, yeah. and that sucks I was when you're 43 yeah. believe me yeah oh, t- so big is big's got a whole uh, confluence of emotional things and good yeah. acts. I, I don't know. I would say that probably just by default it would be my favorite, just lifetime favorite. But it, it's hard to commit to any of them. It is. I'm the worst at it. Like when we first did this, started doing the podcast, like they would ask, they would do I, like two or three. Like, I'm like, no, it's called picking like favorites. Like you have to pick one. I can't. Like David, uh, Kentucky, you're next. I'll go last. Oh, I'm gonna go next. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say my favorite Tom Hanks movie, and uh, is probably gonna be Apollo 13. Okay, because he's such a gr- like he plays a real person. It's such a historic, like a tremendously triumphant moment mm-hmm. for what is, in my estimation, one of the most pivotal times in American history mm-hmm. um, since the Civil War. Yeah, like that space race and the ability to push technology to as far as we can push it, um, and still have the ability of these guys come back home, which. Mm-hmm. There's no reason they should have got back. Yeah, they absolutely should have been drifting in space forever, and that—that's the story. You think that that's what's going to happen, right? But it's like this entire like the nation and you know when this when Apollo 13 left, people were like, yeah, whatever. We've done a bunch of Apollos now, and it's mm-hmm. not that big a deal. People really aren't watching the footage. They're not listening to the radio communications um, until this giant crisis, and then it's like the biggest story in the whole world. There's you know three guys in outer space. Yeah who probably aren't going to get home mm-hmm. and they're running out of air and they're, you know, their oxygen tank blew up and they're flying all over the place. And one of them's super sick. It's like, how do you just, the, I think the true story of it and the, how it relates to us as that desire for us to come together in ways to solve problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's a very, and I say this and we're probably going to get some, uh, other countries being very upset with me, but I think that America has such a an ability to do that in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. especially during that time period. I think that you know, it was all about like we have to do this because X Y Z. It's not like we're just doing this for the humanitarian. It's like we have a reason and we have to do this because it's all going to lead to more security, more safety for our for our people, and the exploration of like this is going to lead to things that make our lives easier. Like mm-hmm. how do we do all these things? Like you know the whole the, the space program in general. Yeah, was it started as a as a race with the Russians? It was, but that's okay. What do you mean more th- security? Well, no, I mean like because uh, obviously the more you know, to me, world perception. Mm-hmm. Like if you're the strongest country in the world, yeah, people have a different perspective about you. They're not like um, as I think. I think the people are the stronger you are, 
more people are like, okay, that's cool. I'm not that's that's cool. America, you got it. I got it. I'm not. I'm, we're just gonna do our thing over here. You guys do your thing over there, and it's <laughs> all good. Yeah. Because we have this. I think in a lot of ways we have this utopian dream of everybody just wants to be happy and get along which if you look at the world that's not really how it works Mm -hmm. but if you can be if you can show ways that you're like technologically superior or have these moments where you're like oh my god that's the most amazing thing i've like you just put a guy on the moon yeah that that thing that's been out there you know since the beginning of time and and the earth we just put human beings on it they got back in a ship and flew back to them to the world to Mm -hmm. the earth and you're like People like there are people who couldn't be, like. It's mind blowing. Don't still space, don't believe they still don't believe right. it. Outer space, yeah. right? Like just blows my mind. But if you're in a country you're like oh, that's that those guys, yeah, know, they know what's going on over there. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, perception affects people's actions. What well, made the right? country feel so good about itself too? And that right. like. Aside from the racism, when people talk about <laughs> <laughs> just being around in that time period, like it was great. Yeah, aside uh, from not, a few I mean, I'm just talking about like like, tech, yeah. like believe me, we had a lot of problems. We always have a lot of problems. There's going to be problems in right. any society where you are this culturally diverse, mm-hmm. but who are accepting of all cultures and people. Um, but again, there's every society in every country has this problem. Um, oh no no I I think it it was such a great time you you get out of the war and then set your sights on a new thing like we're all together we we yeah. sort of survived that women went to work everyone chipped in and things sort of changed a little yeah. bit and now we have this new goal we're going to the moon yes. and everyone's listening and everyone's a part it's it's phenomenal it so was one of the greatest times in American history it I, was definitely sure. a united uh, united time for innovation mm-hmm. you know whereas sure. yeah, whereas yeah. whereas now you have. You have uh, Tesla, you have Apple, you have you know SpaceX, you got NASA, you got Lockheed. Nobody's. It's all companies trying to get into space and do other things on their own. It's right. not a unified government nation goal of everybody being like, let's do this awesome feat, mm-hmm. let's right. do this really cool thing as a country, camaraderie. You know, you know, even you know, it's like look at like the Rocky movies where it's like against the Russians or you know whatever and it's you know Indiana Jones and all that where it's like a country yeah. as a whole versus a thing not just these individual companies with yeah. technology doing that do you think that still that. exists I think on some level like <clears throat> if I were alive for the landing on Mars I wouldn't be that impressed you'll be alive for that on landing on Mars I it's think so happen. too it's yeah. gonna happen within the next I, I, I would bet it happens within the next eight years well, I think so too and I and I don't look forward to it that much. I just feel like it's scouting for where to build condominiums. I, <laughs> I, I don't really care. Oh, look what we did. And then what? And then we just ravage a new planet. I don't feel that excited. I, it's exciting that we would get there. The moon, I wish I would have been alive for that. That was so uncharted, so new, just getting into space to do that. I, and the, just the... The computer assistance we have now to do it then with like turning knobs yeah, and my, physical buttons. My iPhone buttons. six has more computing power yeah. than probably it's, the entirety of that the yeah. module that they took to, it's definitely, uh, to the moon. It's definitely yeah. It's it's definitely that. Um, I I'm a huge fan of space and I'll be I'm excited to land on to to have sent humans to Mars. But we kind of already did in the sense of sending the rover to Mars. Like that mm. was a huge feat. Yeah, and, no, it's and for now, sure. You know that. Um, I'm more excited about the innovation of self-driving cars. And electric cars than I am now about because we've already landed on Mars. Now I'm just excited for more advancements in technology mm-hmm. that are more you know here. No, that makes sense. Individual. That makes sense. Um, my favorite uh, Tom Hanks movie is all of them. No, uh, <laughs> I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. I love Tom Hanks so much. He's so good. He's such a you know I'm 33. He's such a, a, a staple of my childhood. You know, from the Volunteers, you had uh, even that Dragnet movie. You know. Um, 
the man with one red shoe always re-ran on TBS. Mm-hmm. I remember that. The Burbs was great. Turner and Hooch. The Toy Stories. You know, I'm just reading through the list here. The Money Pit was really funny. Joe versus the Volcano. I remember seeing in the theater. It's a very underrated movie. I love that movie. Um, I just want luggage like he had. You know, <laughs> I to this day I I wake up singing. You know, the song. Uh, like I just. It's an epitome of like a, an oldies type of movie, you know, when he's dancing on yeah. the, the luggage by himself just because he's bored. Um, but my favorite, you know, then you got, uh, then you have, you know, A League of Their Own, which is great, like you mentioned, or even one that you don't really think is his, uh, but Catch Me If You Can. He was in that, and that's a great movie too. Yeah. But my favorite Tom Hanks movie has to be Big. Big is my favorite Tom Hanks movie up until. Uh, Six months ago, I had a Pepsi vending machine in my house. <laughs> I had it next Why'd to my- Why'd you get rid of it? Because my the the I live in an old house, and the the uh, original owner sold it to a company that's been trying to tear it down and build a build a like a apartment complex. So they keep extending our lease while they wait for the the city to do their thing, and our lease kept getting ended and pushed over. And uh, ra- rather than kind of hurry up and deal with getting rid of it now or having to move with it, um, I just sold it because you know I had it. It was fun for a, a moment. Maybe in another couple years <laughs> when I when I own my own house and it's nice. I'll buy another one, but it's it's a huge piece of machine to be moving around and dealing with. It's, it's yeah, it's bigger bigger and heavier than a refrigerator, yeah, exactly. And only does one thing, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, it's so like it's such a staple of my childhood, and I quote that movie so many times. And it's you know, uh, I just I love it. Like every till this day, my friends give me shit because I use I made the it's uh, I made the meme of him holding the the building. You know the 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 building that transforms into a robot with, and I put the words I don't get it, and I'll just put that on things because I don't get a lot of things like especially because I'm I'm old, I'm getting older than these kids nowadays yeah. on social media and all that, so I'll just because like I'll say that or like even the you mean sleepover, but okay I get to be on top. It's just a such <laughs> a it's t- big is such a great movie to uh, entice the the imagination of a nine year old or yeah. a seven year old, and I love the movie Big so much. And, uh, it's you just, can't go wrong with that choice. It's a great one. It's yeah. such a great, you know, such a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that white suit and he doesn't give a fuck because <laughs> he's 10 years old. He's walking into these parties and he's eating the corn. Yeah. And, like he's being a kid. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. And he loves it. And like you said, you know, and he just, he, he had that cockiness in the, the, throughout his career, his young career of just being like, he's like us. Like, like I could be that. Do you know what I mean? Like I it, don't think, no, I don't, like, I think like, like he, that's why he's an everyman is because on some level it's people, ah, if I were a little more this, I'd be that. Yeah. But he, everyone's kind of lacking in some sort of Tom Hanks. But like, you want to be like, it's just, he's, yeah, you want to yeah. be friends with that. You want to be friends with a 26 year old Tom Hanks. Right. 28 year old Tom Hanks. I want to be friends with a Tom Hanks however old he is right yeah, now. Yeah, I want to be friends much, with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Now. I want to I be mean, friends with Tom Hanks in the rock. Him on SNL, Taylor. which for so many people is kind of an out of their element, no matter how big of a movie star they are. And yeah. he would come in there and it was his show. Was he was right. so good. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, like better than some of the cast members. Yeah. Like, man, this guy could easily fit in here. He's really good. He's so good. He's so good. Um, we need to take a break. Yeah, real quick break. We'll, and then we'll 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 take, back. A, take a quick break and we'll be back. Yeah, give me that song. <laughs> <laughs> Again, unsolicited, Tyler. We're not telling him to say that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we got that. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> yeah, and louder. That and is louder. a very good song. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how we thought. Uh, uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome we back. are talking about some of our favorite movies. Uh, our next topic is our favorite Adam Sandler movie. You love him, you hate him. 
with the guys gosh dang successful. Uh, what do you think, Just David? The, What's your, the tone in your voice as you said that almost was like enabling people who dislike him to go, okay, it's understand. There has to be like an asterisk next to it or something. Like, it's like Mary Bond's got- home runs. Like there's a little bit of an asterisk yeah. there, yeah. I get it. I, I was on a, a radio station one time and uh, – they were asking me, Who, who'd you like growing up doing comedy? And it, that always changes as you get older. People don't really ever admit, like, well, I actually like Ellen or Jeff Foxworth. Yeah. Or people that are like, they were ubiquitous. They were, yeah. you know, it was hard not to see them. But I was saying, like, oh, I liked uh, Dana Gould and Jeanine Garofalo and people that were on, like, the half-hour comedy hour. And the guy, one of the guys goes, did you like anyone funny? <laughs> and I was just kind of, like, sitting there a second, like, oh, all right, dude. And then his friend goes, as long as you don't think Adam Sandler's funny, that's okay. And I was just like... I didn't really have a rebuttal other than like if if you I don't know how old this dude was but I was like if you didn't like the talking goat or you didn't like Billy Madison like you have right. a much more sophisticated sense of humor. If that didn't make you laugh, that, I don't know what will. That right. is and now the excited southerner. <laughs> now what they're <laughs> mad about is on. they're mad about like the ter- like some bad movies that he's made and like yeah. hey guys everyone's made bad movies newsflash like they're all not successful well, even, yeah. even like when people say he's not funny it's like uh, okay tell you what's let me look at his bank account and I'll tell you what's not funny about that like well I don't know that that should be like uh, an ultimate decider no it's it like isn't but I mean but, if, but guys who like you know I don't know what radio station you were at but mm-hmm. I would have said to either one of those guys, and again, now that I've had time to think about it, I was like, well, I'm pretty sure either one of you guys would trade places with Adam Sandler right now. And if he came in that room, they would be laughing. I mean, of he's course a they would. funny dude. Yeah. I, he's well, and but I mean, back to, you know, to, to defend the bank account statement is it's not funny to, it may not be funny to them, but to the millions of people in the Midwest who work their ass off at real nine to five jobs and they work hard for their money to go laugh in a movie theater mm-hmm. and you know find a babysitter or whatever, and they laugh at his movies. It's funny to them. Do you know what I mean? Like in the he, end, how I many he like we were talking about Tom Hanks sort of transitioning to like, hey, that's our dad, yeah. Tom Hanks now. Yeah, or like right. he's the older guy. Adam Sandler moved into like, well, I'm not always going to appeal to stoner college kids. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I have to grow out of that that because that's going to get real gross if I'm 50 Absolutely. going. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, <laughs> it might be better if I can actually play a dad or, yeah. or grow up right. with my fan base. Absolutely. So. I think it's it's totally forgivable, and 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 I don't I haven't watched a lot of the later ones just because the the premise doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. But I mean, during that run where he was red hot and the CDs were huge, and like his characters on SNL were really, they still like people yeah. still you know the redheaded yeah. sweatshirts or redheaded yeah. sweatshirts. Yeah. People can still sing yeah. a lot of that. That's Lunch Lady Land, Lunch and Lady there's Lady. so many things that like Slapper Joe, or the Hanukkah Slapper song. Slapper like you know it's the holidays because the yes. Hanukkah song right. is played. There's so many things that people ah he made some bad movies. Yeah, but he also made He's so many good so things. many good things. So and some I, of his movies are great. I mean, I so think some of the movies things. are great. Some you can, are, okay. And like even going back to some that like they didn't, each one has been like a bit of a shadow of the one before it. So yeah. there's just a trend kind of downhill. Because like if you went back to the like the water boy now, at the time you're like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. But I think if you watched it now, you're kind of like, oh, it's it's got some funny and moments. It's, like, it's, oh, it's, it's yeah. something. And you, you'll, you'll have a lot of the people who say, oh, Adam Sandler's not funny. But yet in a week, you'll hear them quote something from one of his older movies yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I mean – Billy Madison still holds up as like a treasure. It's a nugget. It's phenomenally it's done. It's a great movie. And then Happy Gilmore, 
stayed the course. Like it yeah. really held up as and well. And it still works. I mean, you can watch Happy Gilmore today. And if you've never seen it, you'd be like, that movie's funny. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then uh, The Wedding Singer even is still like, yeah. I think, great. So I what think. is your so what's your favorite? I, th- I have to say Billy Madison. I, I think like it seems, a, I'm sure most people would say, oh yeah, of course, Billy. But I, I have to. I mean, just again, the age that I was when it came out and how much, I probably still quote it a little bit nowadays. Like it, there's so much, stop looking at me, Swan. Like, just weird, bizarre. Shampoo <laughs> <Yeah>, is better. <laughs> Conditioner is better. Like, just endless things where he starts like biting that guy's hand at the table for no reason. Just it's probably the weirdest premise so of weird. any, honestly, of like all the weird premises that Sandler yeah. has in movies. Like, it's got to be one of the weirdest. Like, a grown man goes back to great yeah. you know, elementary school yeah. and you're like, this Such is a, so impossible so on every level. And then the like you forget about the penguin that he envisions or Farley yeah. as the bus driver is hey, one of the oh, yeah, yeah. erratic of on. I mean there's so many good. And then the subtlety like the end my wife the cheating whore and it's like <laughs> yeah. every other category. Hey there's, Carl, good to see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We are all we are we are all now dumber for having needing to listen. Yeah, to this. yeah. everyone in this room is it's now dumb. A simple no would have done fine. I think just <laughs> great lines and it's so well done. It's hard to pick, but I do love Happy Gilmore. And then I like I, I think Punch Love, Punch Drunk Love is really oh. good. Say Rain that, over that's me. Mattress Man. Say, what's that? Say that's that Mattress Man. Yeah, yeah. Punch Drunk. Yeah, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, yeah, I've seen. That's a good movie. I've seen the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, I like I liked him in in some of the more dramatic stuff. I I thought Rain Over Me was good that with was good. Don Cheadle and, um, but yeah, Happy Gilmore or I mean Billy Madison, Billy Madison? is. But for me, like it, it it just has to be the pick. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I That's I, good. I love that we picked this category. I had no idea you could do such a great yeah, Sandler really person. Well. That's really yeah, good. Really Thanks. Good. Uh, Razzle. Kentucky. No, Razzle. I, you, no. you threw it to me last week both times. I'll throw it to you. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say Hotel Transylvania. No, I mean, that's <laughs> not it. Although I think that movie's not bad, actually. It's, uh-huh. pretty, it's good. pretty good. For a kid movie, it. it's pretty good. I'm going to say Spanglish. Ah. I think it, it's, again, it's that departure from super goofy comedy to drama, but has such a great, again, arc of character of what you think he's going to be and what he actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's this guy who looks like he has everything, super successful restaurant, a beautiful family who he you can completely believe he totally loves and cares about. Mm-hmm. And then all these awful things happen to him. At the same time, they get this beautiful, you know, um, Paz Vega come to come take care of their house. And you're like, he's in such a weird spot because of his wife and the cheating and... You know, he, him seeing this, like, angel to him, mm-hmm. almost. You know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. he's like, he sees so much purity and honesty and truth in what she is mm-hmm. compared to the fake what his wife is trying to be. Yeah. You know? And I think that that role is him such in a, such emotional places, but such happiness and sadness and that how he kind of, he does grow a lot in that movie. And he, you can tell he's fighting with himself. And it's so different than... Again, great movies like Happy Gilmore and, uh, you know, and Bulletproof, you know, you know what I mean? Like movies like that. But I think (laughs) that um, for me, those are why I think he's great Mm -hmm. because he'll make a big daddy and he'll make a, you know, that's my boy because he was, let's make a big, dumb, goofy comedy that we, that the stoner group will love, Mm -hmm. right? Even still, like I'm going to make, that's my boy about a ridiculous 
Because I think, I mean, again, I don't, I've never met him personally, mm-hmm. but I think he has this thing where it's like, I just want to be this dude for a while. <laughs> I'm just going to be this totally asshole strip club owner, I heard the makes best. the wrong decisions all the time, just because I think that would be a fun guy to play for a while. Yeah. And I think people will, like, will, some people will get it and think it's funny, and some people won't, but I can pretty much do whatever I want. Yeah. I can make whatever movie I want to make now, because mm-hmm. I know it's going to, you know, we're going to make our money back, so let's just make whatever movie we want. We make a movie for us, and... We think mm-hmm. it's funny, and hopefully everybody else will. But because um, I'm not going to hate on him, he's obviously like everyone else. He's made some bad movies, but you know he's made some great ones. Funny people, and Spanglish. I think like being uh, <laughs> just a funny human being, like the that's my boy story. Andy Samberg got married right around then, and he showed up at the wedding as that character. Oh, didn't so break funny. character. Even talking to like you know family members and people that were older and stuff. Oh my god, stuff. that's and amazing! I think that's one of the funniest things. Like he, the guy's still a funny human being. Yeah, he's he, a great and he's a smart businessman. He, he knows was, uh, how to make mm. movies that make money. I seen him. He popped into the improv a couple months ago. Apto has been getting back into stand up, mm-hmm. and um, Sandler came by and did some uh, some new songs he wrote, mm-hmm. and it, he was still so funny. Yeah, like he's still like that. He's still that, you know, the 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 comedic mind of, you know, the the farting psychiatrist, you know, right, the, right, you know yeah. the, the goat. But it was a nice out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh it's uh, you know, so funny. And he's just, you know, he's he's growing with his audience. He's making, you know, he's making the the family films now that, mm-hmm. you know, the the people in college now have kids that, you know, like all that shit. Yeah, so he makes um, the movies for exactly the people he made the movies for when he was the other, whatever absolutely. age he was before. Yeah. They never bomb. They never, they all open at, you yeah. know, 30, 40 million dollars. They do okay, is, yeah. Yeah, they do just fine and make their money back and. Yeah. Um, I think it, Blended was a. I think Blended Might was, have a, been a, a, big was a big disappointment, yeah, mm-hmm. compared to. Um, I mean, it. And again, it's like I love Drew Barrymore. I think yeah. Fifty First Dates is a really funny, cute, a funny weird movie, yeah. kind of movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that again. That premise of like I forget every morning when I wake up. I forget, so if I take. I wonder what happens if she takes a nap. I never mm-hmm. like she never takes a nap in the whole movie. Um, <laughs> does she forget everything if it's middle of the day or is it just at night? I don't know. It's funny, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it didn't. It's got a fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, oh, the, Blended does. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to say, uh, I'm going to inter- interject here and uh, go with mine to keep this show rolling. Let's Thanks keep it going, buddy. Going on. Uh, Happy Gilmore is so funny. Billy Madison is so funny. Big Daddy is still, as, like I'll quote that. I quoted, I was at a barbecue yesterday, and they, they were the girls were talking about rum, and I'm like, rum? Rumpelstiltskin? You know, Big Daddy is such a funny movie to me also. How'd but, that play at the barbecue? Oh, yeah. The, did it kill? Every, the, the, my buddies started laughing, and we all started quoting it. Nice. The girls didn't get it because they were like 24 and from Australia, but... <laughs> Keep, it doesn't keep matter up at the end of the night. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to say just to to throw it back a little bit. I'm gonna say my favorite Adam Sandler movie would be Airheads. Uh, Man, it's so funny yeah. that you pulled that out because I saw again that came out in the 80s. Yeah, right. Like, 94. Uh, came out, so funny. Bushemi, uh, just uh, uh, Brendan Fraser is like Brendan the most mis- so honestly most miscast person ever in a movie. <laughs> is, is Michael, him in that movie. Michael McKean <laughs> was in it, and it was just so funny. Uh, the 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 dude who did the voice for. Um, I can't remember the dude's name. Montania, Joe Montania, maybe he was in it as the the other radio guy, and just the the words, the the names they would call each other, like Dick Cheeseburger, and just the <laughs> names they would come up. And to this day, I, I mimic that, like my go-to silly dance is that Adam Sandler dance when he's locked out on the roof <laughs> and he's just like moving his hands, like he doesn't yeah, know yeah. what to do. And uh, 
that movie was just so I remember seeing that movie I uh, if I recall correctly it was like New Year's Eve or whatever and I was you know like 8 years old or whatever um, no I would have been 12 it's looking so uh, I would have been 12 or 13 you know and we were at my house or whatever and we watched it and it was so funny and it's still you know a movie I think about or quote and uh, it's just uh, you know it's one of those another um, ridiculous premise another movie. ridiculous yeah. ridiculous premise and it's because you know and that was one of his before he became the megastar that he is and um He's so fun. Like he's, I grew up with him. You know, we all grew up with him. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, yeah. I would have to say, Airheads is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like it. I like it. So we got one more topic coming up. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to top Airheads. <laughs> but this is uh, for any of you guys have listened to the podcast before. Know that this is probably going to be one of my favorite categories of all time. Uh, we're going to do favorite Patrick Swayze movie, who, in my opinion, was one of the coolest guys ever to be in movies and to walk the earth. To back that up, I mean, he was in a movie where he played a roving bar bouncer. It's two and a half hours long. It's not a quick one, and everyone's seen it. Everyone's yeah. seen it. That is baffling. Because they should see it. Because it's, it's rerun. Good. It it's holds rerun up. on so many ne- networks. It's oh, it's on every... Uh, every well, we'll, we'll continue, but yeah. Is that your favorite one? No. Okay. I, I, <laughs> Point Break is, is one of my favorite movies, and it... It's it's gone to where now it lives in like this weird cult status, and then there are certain people that like it ironically, yeah. and other people. I genuinely like it, yeah. and I think if nothing else, it's it's because it, it makes a, a point without ever really trying to. Like they're sitting around the campfire, and everyone's scared. Bodie, I am scared. Okay, we made we made the money. Let's let's move on. And then he looks at him and goes, "It was never about the money. <laughs> it was always about showing those poor souls an inch along in their metal coffins every morning that the human spirit is still very much alive." And that's Point Break, and that's why it's so great. And no one other than Patrick Swayze could play that role. And the scene where the camera follows him out of the plane, uh, he jumped out of the yeah, plane. Right. Amazing. So that has to be his best. <laughs> so I know good. he learned how to ballroom dance. He learned how to kick guys in fights and stop boots with knives in them. But diving out of planes and, like, <clears throat> the scene at the uh, at the um, the shower – where Johnny Utah's showering and the guys come and they 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 yeah. very Anthony, politely Anthony put the, yeah, 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 yeah and they go they they stop the shower which you think they just start fighting him they stop the shower like shower's over and he goes oh let me guess this is the part where you tell me that locals rule and blah 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 and they go no nah, that would be too complicated this would be a lot easier <laughs> just to kick your ass right. and they start fighting yeah. and then Swayze shows up and goes back down Moonchild yeah. <laughs> no War Child War Child, War Child. Yeah. War Child. and then they start fighting and Kiedis is the first one knocked out yeah, and yeah. the reason is because they had been like rehearsing with a martial arts guy for months and Kiedis didn't show up to any of the rehearsals so they're like out you go <laughs> this is only to reward people who practice <laughs> and Swayze was a way bigger star and yeah. would show up and practice right. and like go diving or skydiving on his own time and yeah. I love that that he had yeah. no reason to yeah. like I'm too there are a lot of weird things like at the end of Point Break uh, his hair is short and Johnny Utah's is long and that's because those were reshoots right so he was like shooting uh, Ghost at the time so the fact that he could transition from the ghost character back to be Bodhi again, right. it, that just says all you need to know about him. Swayze's the best. Point Break is the best. And I don't know that it's really that debatable. I know that Roadhouse... <laughs> I, I can tell you it is debatable. Oh, <laughs> I love to think that it would be, but it is not. <laughs> it is all the other categories, debatable. we can be gentlemen about yes. it, but Point Break is That's, the best. Yeah. Point Break is a fine movie. I will give you that. <laughs> I like that movie a lot. However... Two against one. Okay. Roadhouse... Yep. <laughs> Is the greatest Patrick Swayze movie ever. That's but not. it is in that sort of kitschy way. No, no, it's not kitschy to me. Yeah. I just think it's awesome, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Tell us. 
It's a good good guy, bad guy movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The bad guy loses. Yeah. The good guy wins. Yeah. And Sam Elliott kicks ass and is sacrificed for his little Miho friend, little Miho buddy. Who's harder to see go though? <sighs> Busey or Sam Elliott? Oh, Sam Elliott's way harder to see go. <sighs> I don't know about that. He's okay, barely first of in all, it. Sam Elliott could possibly be well, I'm gonna say Swayze was one of the coolest guys ever. Sam Elliott is the coolest guy ever. No way. Sam Elliott's Tom weirdly like conservative and I don't think what you'd like mean? hanging out with him. I don't know that you'd like hanging out with Sam Elliott. He's old too. Tom Cruise old. is the coolest Eat person beef, ever. Drink, drive, dodge, uh, Tom Cruise is not the coolest course. person Tom ever. Tom Cruise is the coolest person ever. He does all his own stunts. I don't <laughs> He strapped himself to the side <laughs> of the plane. Did you see the documentary on I Scientology? Saw it. I saw it. You can't, th- you can't think he's the coolest person no, ever. Listen, you, listen you guys are acting like a bunch of SPs right now. <laughs> I mean, just I would, I'm gladly, I'm gladly just, an SP. Gladly an yeah, SP. Yeah. I, pr- I have I'll, a tattoo on it. my body. I own it. Yeah, a big <laughs> SP on my chest. Envyin blood. Uh, OT level nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. That that. Anyway, get, I'm going to get back back to, to Sam Elliott. To Sam Elliott. Because yeah. okay. you can think. Speaking of Sam Elliott, how about we all Kurt knew Russell's, this one would get heated. How about, we did, yeah, how about we did. Kurt Russell's new facial hair? Have you seen? His I have Why of Kurt are we talking about Kurt Russell? Because he's fucking he's awesome. He's cool. I almost got in a car accident with him once, and I looked down and kind of waved, and he was just. Cooler than ever, Kurt Russell. I was like, damn, that guy's got it. Why didn't <laughs> I hit you? Like, why didn't I hit him? I should have hit him. Yeah, it would have been a great interactive story. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and I, now I we're best in. friends now. Kurt yeah. Russell ran into my car and he bought me a house. That's what it happened. It would have been his fault for he was just daydreaming, and then I had yeah. to sort of way and kind of honk, and he, yeah. oh hey, yeah, <laughs> daydreaming. About that was a great cool Kurt things. Russell uh, almost <laughs> running into you impression. I know none of you saw it, but it was really good. It was good. Uh, Roadhouse. Here's why. I just love Swayze. It's got some terrible one-liners. You know, there's great fights, super fun. Uh, I just, I don't know. I love everything about the movie. It's a ridiculous movie. You know, this bouncer travels around everywhere and cleans up bars, and it's like the double deuce is like this, you know, I got to take care of business down here, yeah. and I'm going to get involved in this whole kind of local politics. He sews up his own Yeah, he like sews up his own. Uh, nobody ever wins a fight. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just, just some, so many great lines in yeah. the movie. Um, and just... I don't know. I saw it. I was 18 years old, and it was like, what a, you know, I mean, you think you're about to ready to take on the whole world, and you're like, this dude just travels around and whips ass and like yeah. always do, does what's right. You know what I mean? Did this occur to you that there's a monster truck in it? Awesome. Yeah, but it belongs to the bad guys. It does belong to the so bad you, guys. So it heightens like, man, how is he going to beat these guys? Yeah. They have a monster <laughs> they truck. They have a monster truck. truck, yeah. And they'll do whatever. They can just barely drive through somebody's car dealership <laughs> yeah. and no one does anything. It's like, no cops show up. Nobody's yeah. like, yeah. no it's law cool. enforcement in the town. No, no, none. It's right. like, so when you see movies, you see a lot now. It's like, what? You just did a giant high speed chase yeah. and nobody came around. Like, like hey, mm-hmm. maybe we should question someone or ask someone a question. Like, you know, what's, see, what's going on? See, but they're with this? so cartoonishly bad and Swayze's the good guy. Point break, I think, ramps up because he's the bad he's guy the bad and guy. he's so unequivocally likable yeah. in that role where you're like, ah, don't kill Bodhi. When, it, when he's laying there on the ground and Bodhi's up on the fence after they've just had their epic. By one of the best chase scene standards ever. Great chase scene, yeah. And he looks at him and you see him, his eyes through the Ronald Reagan mask, and then he doesn't shoot. Like, would have done the same thing. That's a great yeah. foot chase scene. It's true. It's, it's one of the best. Yeah. Like, when he throws the dog, the dog through the door him. at him, it's like... I love where he politely locks the sliding glass door. He, like, runs through, closes it, and puts it down. It's not, like, in a violent, aggressive right, manner. Right, so I just got to do it really quick. Doesn't yeah. want to break um, the door. No, but I, did, I, you know, I... There's some, again, uh, like, Terry Funk is in Roadhouse... Uh, who was an old-time Southern wrestler who, mm-hmm. and I'm from Kentucky, so I grew up watching Terry Funk. Like, just these little cameos of guys. There was a great scene when they come out of Red's uh, auto de- auto part shop when, uh, I can't, I don't know why I can't remember the name of the, the main bad guy right now. He, uh, 
He was like, you know, Wesley. What? No, Brad Wesley was like his guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, his his main like. Uh, wait, what's his name? Sorry, I forgot what his name was, and I can't believe I forgot the what actor. His name. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. He's Same been in so many. Jackie yeah. Treehorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. He was in. He was actually in. Uh, uh, oh man, now I'm gonna forget that movie too, which I love. Armageddon. Oh, He's okay. one of the commanders in the on one of the spacecrafts of the Freedom and uh, Independence. Okay, because that's another terrible movie <laughs> that I really like. That's such um, a good movie. But they come out of the. They Bruce come out Willis of a, is so good and everything. They come out of the place and they pull out in this like like Mustang, and as you. <laughs> As they pull out, you can see the guy with the camera in the reflection of the car. Nice. Like, it's just literally like crane <laughs> dude just like sitting right there. You're like, they didn't care. Like, we're going to leave it in. I don't, it's like, no, you couldn't have missed it. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no way you missed that. But I don't know. Roadhouse is my favorite one. Uh, and I love, but look, Outsiders and Red Dawn. Red again, Dawn is so two good. Two of the best. Red Dawn is a great movie. Ever. The Outsiders is a great movie. Roadhouse is a great movie. Razzle, what do you, um, what, but what's but your favorite? The, the favorite has to be Point Break. Amen. I mean, there's it's a heist movie, and it's perfect because it's the bad guys. But those are the best bad guys. Where it's like, holy, like I kind of want to be a bad guy. Like Fast and Furious the, One, the ripped it off like beat well, for beat. Yeah, it's that, the antihero version. Mm-hmm. It's like Tony Soprano. You're like, yeah, yeah I mean, he's a bad guy, but you know, I kind of still like Tony Soprano. It's the that, and that goes to one reason why I love it so much is because a, I love Patrick Swayze in the movie. I love Keanu Reeves. I love both of those. I love heist movies. I love the idea of wearing. You know, presidents, masks, and all that. And uh, I love Fast and the Furious. And if it wasn't for that movie, we wouldn't have Fast Seven that just came out recently. That was awesome. Did you and see it? I, of course, I seen it. I it thought you so see it the it. night before that night he came out. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's I was a huge busy. Fast and Furious. You can tell already by his like Dude. Tom Cruise and Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like, have, have you his seen taste it? is amazing <laughs> in people and movies. <laughs> listen, guys, David's being a SP again. Uh, fast Four, <laughs> Fast and Furious Four. If you come five, to my house and film me, I'm gonna be really pissed. Fast Four. And, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have you make me a Squirrel Buster T-shirt. By the way, uh, uh, I should. That's totally true. That's totally true. They'd probably sue us for, like, you can't make those. They're trademark. <laughs> yeah, those They're are trademark. trademark. <laughs> um, but uh, Fast Forward 5 and 6 are amazing action movies. And, you know, it's the the best villain versus hero movies, I feel like, as much as you, you want a good clear-cut bad guy and good guy, some of the most acting and great storyline is where the hero is conflicted. And he yeah. wants to be, you know, the bad guy does have good points. And that's one reason why uh, Point Break is so good because it's like, yeah, you I mean, if they weren't rooting. stealing other people's money, you're right. rooting, that'd be really cool. You yeah. root, you, it's hard. <laughs> no, they're stealing the bank's money. Because, it's not the, no, the bank has no, no money. <laughs> People put their money in banks. FDIC, man. <laughs> That's your, then it's all of our money. You're right. Then, yeah. it's, the, then it's our – we have to pay them. For them to for them to get away with their shenanigans, Listen, they surfers. can have my money. They've earned it. It's that's a, I always have this conversation when talking about movies like this. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves movies like this. You would hate those actual people, and I can prove it. Yeah. North Hollywood Shootout. Like everybody was like, "Yep, those two guys should have got put down." They robbed the Bank of America. Yeah. Had you know AK forty sevens with hundred round magazines, which essentially they did the same stuff. They it's kind of heat in the same way. Like we yeah. watch heat, we go. De Niro and Kilmer and and you know those guys are amazing and you're like they just robbed a bank and they yeah. just shot a bunch of cops yeah like they're clearly the bad guys yeah and in the real world you never go oh those bank robbers awesome dudes they did well, really but that's like where but that's another beauty of Swayze in the movie is he has he is at fault. He totally. Goes, hey, oh, I yeah, came across yeah. this guy. I saw Rosie, and the yeah, things got real bad. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> that's the most. Yeah. like he'll take credit for like yeah. I He's like, hey man, guys. I couldn't hurt her, but Rosie, you know, 
he'll do whatever he'll <laughs> yeah. do whatever needs to be done. And I'm like, I, he's kind of like wipes his hands of it. It's like right. it's not my fault. I gave her to Rosie to do it. Yeah. And you're like, but that makes you an awful because you know what could happen to her. Yeah. Because what do you say? Like Rosie, he'll cut gut he'll her, gut like, her a, like, like a pig. pig. And you're he's like, like well, this shit, machine dude, man. You're not he's a, got this yeah, mechanism. You're not, you're not a good dude. When you say that, that's. Something that you're okay with you're, happening. Yeah, you're willing to go, hey, I, I couldn't do her, it. I couldn't do it, but yeah. Rosie can, so thank yeah. God I got a robot to just do whatever I want him to do. Because he is a bad guy. I mean, they, they don't cloud it as, you know, they don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Like, everything he does is great, and he's actually Robin Hood. Like, he is a bad guy. Well, he's Robin Hood in the fact that he r- steals from the rich to give to himself. Yeah. It's not like he's passing out money on, right. the, it, yeah, on, he does like, no... on Main Street downtown. You know what I mean? Like, he's just mm-hmm. not doing that. No, he's not like a benevolent thief. No, he's just yeah. a thief. Yeah, there's no... He's a, a really th- cool, good-looking, great-haired, surfing, skydiving thief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we like that kind of person. It, I'm sure at some point in meetings, they, there was talk of a scene where a kid runs by and goes, thanks for the surfboard, Bodie. And they're <laughs> right. like, no, 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 let's keep him back. Or like he yeah. walks by a homeless guy in Venice and gives, gives him like $1,000. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like... Oh, then I'd be even more like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you. Although I say I do want to give an honorable mention to a movie called Next of Kin that I try to mention whenever <laughs> I do a Swayze topic or a Swayze conversation because mm-hmm. I grew up not far from there. But I love the IMDb uh, listing for the movie, and here's what it says. Truman, which is Truman Gates' is his name, a Chicago cop sets out to find the killer of his brother. Meanwhile, another of his brothers, Brar. <laughs> Parentheses, a hillbilly <laughs> decides to find the killer himself. Oh, Brar's a hillbilly. Brar Gates, played by the great Liam Neeson. Wow. Yeah, a lot of great. Uh, Adam Baldwin, who's a really good friend of ours and who's been, who did the show, was our first guest on the show, played the the bad guy, like the bad mob guy in the movie, uh-huh. who always says he was like, I was totally miscast in that movie, man. He was like, that I did not belong in that movie at all. <laughs> He's like, that was a wrong movie for me to do. So no one has any affinity toward uh, d- uh, Dirty Dancing. I look. I like Dirty Dancing, and he's great in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't gravitate toward the movie in the same way that a lot of other people did. Enough is because I was a little. I just like was like, ah, oh, it's kind of cheesy to me, and it's like, yeah. you know, the song and the whole thing. And I was like, I, I get it. It's fu- it's cool, and he's a cool guy in it, you know. But mm-hmm. there's a great st- and there's a great story about the time period as well, and like the abortion scene and the whole thing. Like, um, but I I didn't think it was. It's not the greatest because it's not Roadhouse, but <laughs> but you didn't pick it either. So Roadhouse is number two, and Dirty Dancing would be far down the list. I think I, I didn't respond to it the same way everyone else does. It, it, it to me, it tests the coolness of Swayze. It's really like on that threshold of eh, all right, like his his girl or the girl has an abortion, and then like a day later, he's having sex with baby. Or I, I don't remember the, but there's something weird. They were like, this guy's a bit of a psychopath. It seemed like. Uh, that oh, he did. Yeah. He's not yeah. like emotionally really that empathetic. Uh, whereas Roadhouse, no one wins in a fight. Like there's some depth there. Yeah, no, there is. Right I mean, the I think he, tra- he doesn't. He's I think wiser. he finds. He's I think wiser. he. Yeah. I think he finds that his job is a necessary evil. Yeah. Like there's always going to be people who want to screw up a good time for other people, mm-hmm. and it's my job to make that to let people have a good time and yeah. to live their lives and to be cool without having to be worry about getting in a fight or getting robbed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, there's like. I mean, how big an issue is it that, you know, you can go into a bar? Like, I, you know, you've never well, really had that issue. Why do you want to work at these bars where that is – people don't go there to have a good time. I mean, he could just sit at the door at a college bar and check IDs yeah. and have an easy right, time. Right, like, He likes the, being in the mix. I, I think he likes challenges, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I think he, with enough, he has so much experience that he's like, I can – 
I can handle myself. But he's like, a, you know, the lone wolf coming in against the big machine, the big corrupt machine, yeah. uh, you know, of the town. And like, I got to clean this place up. Yeah. Reluctantly, <laughs> mind you. Like, I, I didn't come here to do this, but they're dragging me in. Yeah. It's not my it's, fault. It's almost like a, you know, like a modern Clint Eastwood Western type yeah. of thing. Where yeah. he's like, he's, the, he's been around, he's wiser, kind of rough, kind of the, the anti-hero. Yeah, he, you know, and he he's carrying a kind of a dark past with him. Like, hey, someone yeah. pulls a gun on you, you got to kill or be killed. You know, like That's he, right. you got to let that go, this. mijo. Yeah, you got to let it go. And then someone sticks snatch. a gun in your face. Yeah, and yeah. then gun comes out in the end, throat snatch. Yeah, throat snatch is true. Yeah, I mean that that is. I remember at the time thinking that was kind of cool, but then I since rewatching Roadhouse, like. That's a little ridiculous. Then he floats him back over toward Wesley. Toward Wesley's property, yeah. <laughs> Here's I your mean, again, bad guy. Again, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing. It's like people have to, you know, that guy's path was, this is my choice. Whatever happens right now, it's going to happen. I, mm. I love that he's on an ATV and Patrick Swayze can run fast enough through the forest to tackle him off the, yeah. uh, you know, he's, on, he's on a motorcycle, like yeah. tackles him off the dirt bike because apparently he's only going about 10 miles an hour. <laughs> he's just cruising like, ha ha, I just burnt that place. Well, the it's a windy road. Yeah. And Swayze took the straight through the forest yeah. path. I mean, but still, he's like so proud of himself as he's like laughing. As the, yeah. you know, the place is burning in the background and you're like, this is going to be great. This is going to be a great fight right yeah. here. Good sex scene, better sex scene in Roadhouse than Point Break. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, you know, because nobody wants to see Keanu Reeves have sex with anybody. No. Although, um, yeah, especially in, in the Matrix one, you're like, that was weird too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one, you're like, that was weird. Weird. Yeah. Sandra Bullock and Speed, they never did one, but you would have been up for that, I think. People would have, people yeah. would you look at me directly, like I would have been up for like, that. Like, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> wasn't there? There was one in Devil's Advocate, right, with the two hot. The demons when, wasn't there? Wasn't he getting it on with them or Charlie? Oh Theron? yeah, yeah. You it see. wasn't Charlie Theron. It was like no, two, it was demon, the two demon yeah. sisters. Or whatever. That's a weird movie, man. Yeah. We'll we'll come to a favorite Keanu yeah, Reeves yeah. movie later. Uh, David, as we're as we're wrapping up or whatever, tell everybody where they can like find you or what. Do you got any shows coming up or anything coming uh, up? Tell us about <clears> April twelfth. Will this be out before that? April twelfth. Let me look at my, let me look at the calendar. That's, that's uh, this Sunday, probably. No, not. it's okay. going to be out. The oh, you know what. Uh, we could do that. Yes, it will be out. Yes. Oh, cool. It's going to come out. It's going to come out on Wednesday. This Wednesday. Oh, great. Okay. Well, this Sunday, if you live in Los Angeles, I do a, a monthly variety show, and it's like the anniversary show. We did this um, project where someone told a story for 16 seconds, and then someone else animated it, and then we show that at the following show the next month. Someone else tells the next 16 seconds, and on and on. So now we have. Oh wow! Like, it's pretty cool. So now we have the full story done, told by 16 or. 13 strangers and animated by 13 other people. So we're going to show that and then there'll be cake there and there's magic and music. There's cake? And, yeah, this woman who does a Broadway sh- or off-Broadway show in New York does a, this baking incorporated thing and she's like, I'd love to, I'm going to be in town and I'll bake a cake and I was like, well, I can't say no to that. So Who would, uh, you, you turn down cake? Cake is good. No one turns down cake. Un-American yeah, to turn yeah. down cake. What's, so, where, where can they find that? So that's at the Copper Still which is uh, near Beverly and Western. Okay. It's, uh, 4485 Beverly Boulevard, 8 p.m. April the 12th. It's the same night as Game of Thrones, so I hope people will uh, Tivo, yeah. Tivo or DVR, DVR or something. And then um, I'll be in Chicago May 20th at North Bar, and then I have a an, an animated stand-up special I made at some point that I'm not sure when that's coming out, June or July. Oh, wow. And then, that's um, really cool. Thanks. What's it going to yeah. come out on? I did it on Kickstarter, so hopefully going to get it 
distributed through you know like Amazon or Netflix or something like that. But oh, if awesome. nothing else, it'll be available like on a DVD. So, but hopefully something beyond that as well. And do you have a website they can find you at? Yeah, DavidHuntsberger.com, and then there's links to Twitter and all that stuff on there. Okay. And then Professor well, Blastoff, which we do here at Earwolf as well, is uh, awesome. Steadily going. We just did. We're like over 200 episodes now. So we're oh my we're gosh. Into it. Yeah, we're 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 down the road. We're only it. on episode 24. Ah, nice. We just we're just we're babies. Right, in getting this into world. the the meat of it. You got your feet underneath you. You know what you're doing. We're getting there. I think we're getting there. I don't know. I think I, I like it. Good better. It was fun. Thanks oh, to thanks, good man. premise. Yeah. Thanks. It's yeah. It's sweet ass theme song. It is a sweet ass theme song. Man, Tyler, you getting all the love today, brother. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna love this. Uh, Slight bit of uh, contention with the Roadhouse. No, listen, I, that's why we do the show. It's because no, everybody can't agree, and no one's gonna. I should say, 95 percent of people would never say Roadhouse is the best Swayze movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a million great. I think he has a, a lot of great films, uh, and shows a lot of range in a lot of them. I just happen to like Roadhouse, maybe because of the time I saw it, and you know. I've never had more faith in someone beating pancreatic cancer than when he got diagnosed. It's true. I was like, ah, he'll beat it. Yeah. He's Swayze. He's Swayze. He's cooler than that. Yeah. But to show you that we're all not invincible. Yeah. Not and now we're Swayze. gonna now we're gonna leave the show on a terribly sad note. Thank you, David. Really appreciate that. That's the power that. of Swayze, man. You put him last. That's what's gonna happen. You put him last. You put him last because he's the best. That's right. Because he was the best. Yeah, yeah. His death in no way clouds what he did. I think no. it's a positive note. He left no. behind a lot of great work, mostly Point Break. Oh my God. <laughs> I agree. Okay, almost. Uh, well, David, thanks so much for coming Thank in today. Really appreciate it. Thanks Razzle, so great seeing you, buddy. Likewise, Zach sir. Tyler, again, we miss you. And uh, guys, we'll see you uh, next time at Roadhouse. Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.